Welcome to the Jet Setting Family Travel Podcast. My name is Rod. And I'm Jess. And along with our two kids, Santi and Nora, we for the past nine months have been traveling the world. We sold all of our stuff, we quit our jobs, and we have been enjoying a global adventure. Yes, it has been so much fun. Um, When we decided to set off on our adventure, our goals were really to just spend more time with our kids and have more of a location-independent lifestyle where we could kind of pick and choose where we were working from. Um, We decided to just start off with savings and start an Instagram page, kind of not knowing where we would start making money in the end or how we would be able to make our lifestyle more than a short term, you know, six month to one year stint, but something that could be long lasting. And it really wasn't until we learned that we could collaborate with hotels to cut costs dramatically and eventually to make money on top of just cutting costs that we realized, man, maybe we could do this longer. Um, And it wasn't what we expected to do job-wise when we (laughs) first started. We were thinking maybe we'd be remote English teachers via online or Rod would do website development online or anything else. Um, But this is kind of the path that we kind of just found. Yeah, we have kind of blazed this trail for ourselves and we have utilized, you know, Jess's amazing photography talent. And I'm really just me along in it for the ride. I don't contribute much to true. the jet setting family. That is not no, true. just kidding. We are a team and we have been working together for the past nine months. But we wanted to dedicate this episode to answering the one question that we receive the most often. And that is, how is it that you collaborate or work with the brands that you do work with? So just to give you an example, in the past, we have worked with companies such as Royal Caribbean. We've worked with Google. We've worked with hotels like the Grand Hyatt, Holiday Inn, Hilton's. Um, We've worked with boutique hotels in Thailand, Cambodia, Malaysia, even in the U.S. And uh, It's been a process. It's been a learning experience for us as a family, but it's also something that we are really excited to share kind of what system we've developed to help us secure those collaborations, to be able to work with these amazing companies to provide content to them. For us, we're photographers. We are family photographers that like to take pictures of ourselves enjoying different places all over the world. So if there's companies out there that see value in that, We are more than happy to kind of provide those images for their marketing use. I think, too, there was like a shift at one point where we went from just getting free stays to getting free stays with substantial pay on top of it. Mm -hmm. And at first it was like, man, you know, this is so exciting. Like, how are we getting paid to do like something that we would do on a vacation anyway? And it comes down to the fact that, you know, especially in the photography sector of children, you know, we've talked about how a company would typically have to hire a photographer and then hire children models or hire an editor. And they'd have to have a big team encompassing capturing these pictures. Um, And for us, we're kind of like a one-stop shop. You know, we have our children who, you know, we get to capture typically during the day whenever they're in their happiest moments. You know, whenever we have worked with photographers, it's not like it's impossible, but it's a lot more difficult because you, typically there's a timetable. And if any of you guys out there have kids, especially in the ages of ours of six and three, 
you know, we can't guarantee that from noon to one, they're <laughs> going to be happy. <laughs> it's very hit or miss. You just don't know. So that really enables us to, when it's just us and our kids and we're capturing content for a brand, um, we get to really just feel out where our kids are and try to, instead of making it feel like a job for them, kind of just capture them like we would on any vacation. And typically that means when they're happy, when they're having a great time. And I think that that translates through images really well. Yeah. And that's really led us to, we've been kind of crunching the numbers a little bit just before this episode, but we've been able to receive kind of complimentary stays or products in the past nine months that have added up to over $50,000. Um, so in this episode, we want to kind of tell you how it is that we do that and give you some stories and examples of the types of collaborations and what we've learned from them and how we've been able to leverage those experiences to help us out in the future. Oh, and at the end of the episode, we do have an exciting announcement that we want to share with you. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, we've been working really hard on this. And, you know, for us, I think when we first started, we saw families doing this. So we knew it was possible, um, but we thought it would take a lot longer to get to where we've been, you know, uh, to be working close relationship now with certain brands is really exciting for us. And we want to be able to see other people have that success and maybe be able to start without having to go through kind of a painful growing process of you know, figuring out what am I supposed to email out? What am I supposed to do? Who do I contact? And kind of give a guideline for people so that it's easier for them. Because at the end of the day, there's hundreds of thousands of hotels out there in the world. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like we're competing for the exact same place. And we just want to have see other families have similar opportunities because it's really exciting when you get to turn your vacation um, into something that's not a financial burden for your family. So without further ado, let's get started, shall we? I guess so. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is podcast just after three big collabs in a row. Um, <laughs> we are really, really grateful for every opportunity we're given. Um, but then it's also nice to have a downtime. Have some downtime. Yeah. We're actually recording this from um, Playa del Carmen, Mexico, where we're going to be staying for the next couple of weeks. Enjoying yeah, it's our, our time longest here. stay we've done on the road. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on, but we are trying out kind of the slow travel uh, for the next month or a couple of weeks at least, and we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. But in terms of collaborating with brands, the first kind of thing that we want to talk about is mindset. And uh, this really coincides a lot with the expectations and the kind of things that you see on social media nowadays. There's a big emphasis on influencer marketing and how people with these really, really huge followings are getting hosted or, you know, they're getting paid by these companies big money to be able to promote and advertise their products. And it's easy to fall into a, the trap of thinking, well, you know, I don't have a hundred thousand followers, so who is going to work with me? And that is something that we had to kind of navigate at first. And what we realize is Influencer marketing is a very big topic nowadays, but it's also not the only way to work with companies. There is a big world in content creation. So if you have some kind of skill like photography, videography, um, web design, editing, uh, graphic design, graphic design, coding, 
If you can provide value kind of as a freelancer without having a large audience, you can still get through and collaborate with these big companies. We've been on collaborations with people that, you know, they were very, very talented photographers, videographers, or, you know, content creators in general. And they provided some really, really ridiculously amazing content for these companies and they got paid to do so. So it's a matter of understanding what are you skilled at and what value can you provide to a company for us we started off with photography we've been delving into videography a little bit even though you know that's still that a work in progress <laughs> yeah we're very vloggy in that sense but yeah we're not like your cinematic awesomeness but you know we do what we do, <laughs> we do what we do but and it's know. so intimidating. I'm not going to lie. Um, some shoots, I feel so confident. I, I get there and I feel super confident. And then other bigger shoots, when like Rod said, we're working with incredible people um, and it's a big team. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are we here? Um, but then it's really cool to know that that company saw value in you uh, mm-hmm. and you bring something unique to the table that, you know, while yes, maybe someone else is more skilled at videography than you are at that point, you know, a lot of times we always hear you guys are able to capture your children in a, in a, a personal way, an intimate way that other photographers might not be able to do. Um, yeah. And, and so, that comes through in the content. And that's what makes brands relatable to consumers nowadays is they don't just want to see a picture of a product. They want to see a picture of somebody genuinely enjoying using that product or being in that hotel or having that service or being in that tour. And that's that's kind of what you get hired to do. And you also have to remember, too, like I've always told people, I am sure there are much more skilled photographers than me out there. I am confident. I 100 percent know that. But how many of them are willing to be available anywhere in the world at any moment? And it comes down to two like lifestyle choices um, that, you know, we are as a family with kids available to travel um, and to be on site and we have a very flexible schedule and our kids are used to that lifestyle. So mm-hmm. they don't really have to adjust. So I think, you know, when you're comparing your skills to, yes, it's important to have something that is marketable to these places, but it's also to, to know you don't have to 100% be the best at whatever you are doing. Mm-hmm. You have to be unique. Um, so you have to have a unique voice or a unique situation. Um, and that's what you can market to people as well. Yeah. And you don't even really have to be traveling the world to, to do so. I think our first collaboration when we got started was before we even left. This was in like October of 2017. I think we had less than 5,000 followers on Instagram, which, you know, to some people might seem like a lot, but to us compared to everybody else that was getting these kind of jobs we felt tiny but we pitched um, the Great Wolf Lodge which had just opened a hotel in our kind of home city of Colorado Springs so we said hey we are the jet sending family <laughs> it <laughs> felt so awkward we want to take sending this email we, <laughs> we would love to take pictures at your new resort and we would love the opportunity to do so in exchange for a complimentary stay and for some reason, they emailed us back and they said, oh, that would be great. We are actually having this kind of winter themed uh, festival that we are launching in late October. So this is great timing. Would you be willing to join us at this event on this weekend? And when we received that email, we were like, what? what? <laughs> Seriously? It works. Um, so, yes, there is some kind of timing involved in, you know, understanding when hotels or companies might be ha- launching new things. And that 
kind of offers a good window of opportunity to be able to pitch them. But we also, you know, had developed a brand. We had presented a very professional kind of look um, in that we had a logo, we had samples of our work, we had a website, um, and then we had a kind of a press kit. We built a press kit that says, here it is that we have to offer. Here is kind of the audience that we appeal to. So if our audience that we appeal to, yes, it might be small, but if that matches with the audience that you are trying to go for, then you know the kind of content that we create might be a good fit. And I think we were so excited that we got this first collab and I think, you know, it skyrocketed our confidence for a bit and then it got rough again. I'm not going to lie. We, I think we expected mm-hmm. to have more success quickly because we were like, we just landed our first one and we did get a couple things in Colorado, which was really nice. We worked with Glenwood Springs um, on a campaign and a couple other places, but then we went through this kind of stagnant period. Yeah, um, Even when we started full-time travel, we didn't have a lot kind of, in place when we um, left and we went to Hawaii, we didn't really have anything there. That's default of our own, though, because if yeah. you guys want to know something about us, it's that we are like the most last minute planners ever. <laughs> so while some people plan like their whole year in advance, like we typically are planning two weeks out. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it kind of makes things a little trickier when you do it that way. Um, But there was a big learning curve on what really works and what doesn't when pitching hotels. And I feel like once we really found out how to alter our pitch, our email, um, who to target was really important for us. The Mm -hmm. timing of targeting. I mean, there were so many little dynamics that we started to piece together and we started to like track what was working for us and what wasn't that we really saw our success rate in getting collaboration skyrocket. And we... We still weren't huge at this point. I would say we were around. Like, we were probably less than 10,000. When we point, started getting consistent that. collaborations. Yeah. And we felt really fortunate because we were in down in the dumps, as Jess said, we were in Bali and we were trying to get to Malaysia and we were hoping to collaborate with a hotel in like Kuala Lumpur that would host us for a couple of nights. And we had gotten rejected by a couple of hotels already. Uh, so we kind of sent a, a Hail Mary out there to the Grand Hyatt right there in downtown Kuala Lumpur, right next to uh, this really beautiful park, really close to the Petronas Towers. And we thought, oh, well, you know, we've already already gotten rejected so much might as well try this one you know who knows what will happen and a couple of days later they replied and they said you know we would be you know honored to host you in our um grand executive suite for the next five nights and we're like what (laughs) so yes when we get there i kid you not like they they had like the staff waiting they all knew our names and they just bypass checking counter took us straight to this giant suite i mean it was huge it had like a big table for like eight people in a Mm -hmm. living room i mean it was a really beautiful beautiful room and rod and i i swear like it was one of those moments where you just pray that like they truly left the room because like the like the lady left and we were like doing this embarrassing happy dance dance. (laughs) yes what like we were just so thrilled what are we doing here and then we got to work and we you know developed the content that they hired us to do and And we crushed that job if you go to their page if you go to grand hyatt kuala lumpur's instagram page they've shared so many of our images and i was so proud of that work like we crushed that job i Mm -hmm. remember telling myself they're giving us a lot and i want to make sure it's like worth it to them and i worked so hard that yeah
So in really discussing all of this story, we kind of skipped over the things, the kind of big points that we wanted to tell you. The first one was that mindset piece. That's what we talked about at first, but that led to having that professional brand. You want to be able to present yourself with a logo, with a website to actually tell that company or brand that it, you know what it is that you're doing. And that third thing was that persistence. You know, you are going to get rejected. That is completely okay. That happens to everyone. But you need to learn from those rejections. What is it about your pitch? Maybe it was the wrong timing. Maybe they're a very popular brand that, you know, only collaborates with really big and really popular um, influencers and content creators. are old school and just don't get it. And they don't get it. People people are not going to understand the value of it. And a lot of times, though, you can go to their website or their Instagram and you can immediately tell whether they're old school or new school. Like, are they, I don't know, <laughs> buying <laughs> cheesy ads for their restaurants and you don't see any pictures or I don't know. I can just I, I feel like just because we do it so often now, I can immediately go to someone's page and kind of be like, yeah, they'll, they'll be willing to collab. Yeah. Maybe not with me, but with someone <laughs> like, <laughs> right. or they just don't collab at all. Uh-huh. Um And so that is the last uh, kind of piece that we wanted to talk about. And that is improvement, because you after you collaborate for a while, you're going to start learning these little things. And uh, once you finish a collaboration, then, uh, you know, that's your job's not done there because there are so many lessons that you could be learning from that collaboration to be able to improve all of your pitching materials. You can improve your press kit. You can improve your portfolio with the samples of your work that will make you an even more attractive option for the companies that you will want to work with in the future. And that's really helped us out because that collaboration with the Grand Hyatt and Kuala Lumpur, it really opened doors for us in following um, in future opportunities with other brands because when they saw kind of a reputable company in the Grand Hyatt in our work with us page with a testimonial that says, hey, we really enjoyed working with them. They provided some phenomenal products and we have been able to use this, you know, here on our Instagram page and on these marketing materials that gives the leverage to the point of contacts that you um, kind of communicate with at your future kind of target companies. And they need to get approval from their upper management in actually approving that collaboration so them you're kind of arming them with the information and the proof that they need to be able to convince their bosses that you are a worthwhile investment for their company so these four keys number one mindset number two professionalism within your own brand number three persistence to cut through rejection and keep on going to get that eventual yes and number four improving upon your system from your previous collaborations, those are really the four big keys that have helped us get to where we are today. And yes, we're not, you know, we're not super popular content creators that get hired by absolutely every company that we pitch. But we're not the bucket list family guys. <laughs> yeah. We're just bucket list family wannabes. I don't know what would you call us. Yeah. No, I don't know if we want to be them, and we want to do it in our own way. But mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I mean, they've paved the way for a lot of us to aspire to be at that point where mm -hmm. I bet most brands 
always take them just because they're huge. Yeah, and we are kind of well on our way to building a brand that will allow us to live out our dream lifestyle. That is living that location independent life that will let us choose where it is that we want to live. We'll be able to find work opportunities remotely with companies or brands in the places that we live or, you know, even just product based um, work. And that will really give us a flexibility that we want in our lives. Something I want to say real quick, because this is something that does, I wouldn't say bother. I guess it does bother me. Let me be real. (laughs) (laughs) It bothers me. We sometimes get emails asking about like, how do you collaborate with hotels? And I'm fine with that. That doesn't bother me at all. What makes me mad though is sometimes people take advantage and they collaborate with hotels and don't deliver content or they kind of flake out and they just want a freebie. And mm-hmm. it's like those things really hurt those of us who are willing to work for it. Like, yes, it's really cool. Like on our Instagram, you get to see us enjoying the beach and enjoying all of the fun things. And we do enjoy it. I'm not saying we don't have fun, but there is a lot of work. Like if you're going to pitch a hotel as a content creator, it's like you still have to take the images or you still have to do the website or whatever it is you're pitching. Um, and so when people go and then they don't deliver or they lazily do their job or, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't put a lot of pride into it. It makes the hotel say like, wow, I would rather go through a big marketing company because I'm going to be guaranteed to get what we're looking for. And it loses the faith or trust in content creators. So it makes it harder for the rest of us. So it's really important if you are going to be reaching out to hotels that you really know, like one, I have something of value to offer. And two, I'm going to give them the best. I'm mm-hmm. going to give them, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to do it. Like, I feel like every job we always get told, like you guys um, over deliver. We're really impressed by like how above and beyond you go. But it's like, for us, it is something we take really seriously and yeah. we have a lot of fun while doing it, but it's something like we want the brands we work with to like have faith in content creators and to know we can be professional freelancers. Yeah. The reality of it is when you show up to a hotel, that hotel probably doesn't know that you're working to provide content and images and the guests staying at that hotel have no idea what you're doing there. So you right? just look most people, Yeah. Most people go there on their <laughs> vacations to enjoy themselves, to disconnect. And we are there showing up with our cameras, with our tripods, and we are setting ourselves up in these situations where we're taking pictures of us and our kids. And people are like, what are they doing? I know. We look awkward. <laughs> the worst is like, oh, this is totally sidetracking, but like the worst is we'll be at like a breakfast And we realize like this hotel really wants an image of a family eating a meal or whatever it is that they are looking for. And so we have our tripod at this big buffet. There's tons of people going about their vacation and we're like setting a timer and running back and sitting down or using our little remote control. But like none of us are looking at the camera like a normal family (laughs) would do. Like we're like legit eating our breakfast and pictures are being taken by us awkwardly. And I'm sure... People just think we're weirdos. And sometimes it even gets more awkward because someone will come up and be like, oh, would you like me to take the pictures for you? Uh-huh. And then they're like, kids, turn this way. Everyone smile. But like <laughs> the hotel doesn't want a picture of a family all for posing. Looking they want the it camera. to look yeah. natural. So it just leads to these awkward situations. Like this week we filmed a phone campaign, a phone case campaign. And, you know, people are walking by, we have our tripod and it's a picture of us taking a selfie with a phone. It's like these really awkward scenarios. 
And I will don't think no matter how long we do this for, I'll ever get over like yeah, being self-conscious it is <laughs> like and having to explain to people us. we're actually working right now. We're not on vacation. Yeah, but. we're not just a weird family who <laughs> yeah. photographs ourselves at every meal. Um, huh, but these kind of experiences have made it all worth it. It is completely worth it to have a complimentary opportunity in exchange for work, whether that's pictures, whether that's video, whether that's web design, coding. Um, Especially because some of the places we stayed, realistically, had we not been doing them through work, we would have probably had to work an entire year and it would have been a year's be worth of savings. Yep. Yeah, just to afford it. Some of the hotels we work with are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked with really high-end cruises in Cambodia. We did a river cruise that was high-end that we probably couldn't have afforded. Yeah, Royal Caribbean, we've sailed with twice and we have several more sailings um, this year. And so they're just... You know, for us, we would have had to have had full-time jobs and saved up vacation days and then spent all of our savings. So to be able to go as work and to combine the two has been incredible. But I just hope that for any of you who do pitch or decide to pitch, that you take it seriously because... Mm -hmm. We still want to get collaboration, so don't ruin it for those of us who are trying. (laughs) And for those of you that have been listening to this episode and you're like, wow, I'm really excited about the opportunity to potentially work and collaborate with brands. Well, our big announcement is that we have been working hard for the past three to four months in developing a course, a digital course that kind of gives you all of the how of how we do this, right? So we gave you a very kind of generic introduction to how it is that we work with the brands today. But in this course, we actually go deep into the details, right? What is it about the mindset that you need to work on? What do you need to develop that professional brand? Um, how do you actually set up a template? How do you build a press kit? How do you have a work with us page or put together a website that would be appealing? These are some really foundational things that do require a lot of work. So, You know, we are so excited to be able to be launching this course this week. It's called The Art of the Pitch. And in it, we show you kind of our system, right? We want you to pitch it. We want you to land it. We want you to crush it. And then after that, we want you to improve on all of those pitching materials to be able to set yourself up for success with future collaborations. Yes, we're so excited for this course because we really want to celebrate the successes that you guys have as well. We want to see you guys having these amazing opportunities and we're just so excited for it. There's hours and hours of video um, tutorials. Yeah, we have over three hours of video. We have 18 different lessons within five modules with text-based. We have case studies on there. We have some worksheets, some checklists. We have all of our pitch templates, our press kit template. There is so much content in there that hopefully helps you in kind of developing and posturing yourself as a content creator to be able to work with these companies. And I think it's just helpful for people to see, like, this is exactly what we email out. Um, And this is how the negotiations go down. Like, this is an email you might be able to expect in return. And just to really get, like, an inside look. Um, And we really also try to be very accessible to you guys through a Facebook group where you can Mm -hmm. ask questions. Um, You know, it's really nice, too, to bounce ideas off of other people in the group. Like, as people travel through regions, sometimes there's hotels that are very happy to collaborate. So as the group starts to build and more people join the group, you can kind of say, hey, this might be a place someone wants to consider. 
Um, and to kind of have that camaraderie is so helpful. It's something I wish we had at the very beginning. Yeah, because we are all in it for the community. Some people might think, oh, if I show all of my materials, then people are going to be stealing jobs that I potentially could have gotten. And we don't think about it that way. We think that we are all one big team. And we are if we are all talented content creators that are able to showcase our skills to these companies, then the opportunities are going to open up even wider because as more and more people do this and as more and more companies actually invest in this type of content, then those opportunities, other companies will be able to see the value in them and they'll be more open to working with content creators like us, like you as well. So who's this course for? You might be saying like, well, I don't really know if I fit into this course. Right. So the course is um, for people who you don't have to have a big social media following, but you have something to offer. So as we mentioned earlier, whether you are um, a website developer, a photographer, a videographer, whether you develop marketing, promotional materials, um, graphics, (laughs) if you have something that you believe could be of an asset to either a travel industry hotel type brand or a product company. Like, you know, we work with several product companies as well, depending on where you feel you could be an asset. But if you have something you believe could be an asset to a brand of some sort, but you really don't know how to go about selling yourself to that brand. Like, how do I, who do I get in touch with? What do I email them? What do I send them? And you're kind of just nervous to take those first steps. Like, we want to be here to help you gain the confidence to put yourself out there, put the right foot forward and present yourself in a really professional manner so that they're intrigued and they want to know more about you and that they possibly want to create a partnership with you in the future. Yeah. And if you want to do minimal work to get a bunch of freebies, then this course is probably not for you. It really requires investing your time and investing your effort into developing that professional look to your brand that will be appealing to other companies for wanting to work with you. But we're confident that if you are persistent and you put the tactics into place, you'll have success. Um, Here is a little bit of clips of what some of our beta students have said about our course so far. Yeah. Hi, I'm Myra Bazavilvazo from the Family Travel page at World Stompers. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about um, The Art of the Pitch. It's a course that Rod and Jessica Sanchez from the Jet Setting family have created and allowed some of us to uh, try as a beta group. And I have to tell you, the course is absolutely amazing. Just like they are and like their Instagram pages, super sincere, um, very informative. You would not regret taking this course whatsoever. It not only gives you step-by-step what to do to pitch to brands that you may want to be working with or products that you may want to work with, um, but it also gives you the encouragement what to do if you don't get accepted, you know, and just step-by-step how to handle it. And I have to tell you, um, today we signed our very first uh, contract to work with a very reputable hotel chain. And we have two or three other acceptances um, we have not yet signed with, but have been confirmed, you know, accepted and confirmed. So, and I definitely, we uh, would have to tell you that we would not have that if it wasn't for that course. So we are thrilled to have been a part of the group and we are so excited that um, they are releasing this uh, to the public Best of luck uh, with the course. We hope that you guys take it. 
So to kind of wrap it up, we wanted to give you the link to be able to access the course page, and that is thejetsettingfamily.teachable.com. So we are launching the course this week. We're going to have an introductory special offer in terms of price um, just to make sure that you, you know, get in the door as soon as you can. We are not going to close the course down. We don't believe in kind of pressuring you um, to join now before it closes. So it's going to be open and it's going to be evergreen we're constantly constantly going to be upgrading the course we are going to be managing our facebook community of all of our course members we are there answering questions sharing best practices and giving you updates into you know what collaborations we get what collaborations other course members get and being able to leverage that community to help yourself out and make you a better asset to those brands so Go check out thejetsettingfamily.teachable.com if you're interested in this course, The Art of the Pitch. And if you have any questions about it, then don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're still on Instagram at the Jet Setting Family. You can email us hello at thejetsettingfamily.com. But we are so excited to finally be unveiling this. We actually had a beta launch where, you know, we showed the course and we kind of built the course along with um, 12 initial members and we've been able to get their feedback into what works, what doesn't work. So we've been refining this content for the past couple of months and we are ready to show it off and to be able to help you land and crush those collaborations. Yes, we're so excited and we hope um, that we are able to help you guys because it's something that we're really passionate about. So check it out, guys. Um, Don't miss out on that first introductory price because it will go up soon. And, And until next week... Happy jet setting. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. Ever wonder if they were listening to you? So did Al Franken. Yep, that Al Franken. He was just on our podcast impersonating his former Senate colleagues in the name of privacy. What the Hack with Adam Levin will make you feel more chill about the unchill things that happen online and off with easy to understand tips to make your life a little less hackable. Join us as we look at the ways people get scammed and hacked. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a weekly cyber true crime show that unravels a fresh new hell every Monday. What the Hack with me, Adam Levin. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, board certified OBGYN, and you may know me from social media where I spend a lot of my time educating about everything reproductive health. This podcast is called Let's Talk About Down There, and that's what I'm doing. I am talking about down there with no shame, no stigma, a lot of fun, and a lot of education. And why? Because when we talk about these things, we educate and we empower ourselves. Call in, leave a question, and know that it's okay to have questions about your body, and we're going to answer them. 